The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller. Uh, the atomic clock on the wall tells us it's the 11th day of March, 2020. I'm sorry? Oh, I need new glasses. 17th of March it is then. See? I just tried to recapture how many days there, and you just blew it for me. Thank you very much, Mr. Producer. At any rate, uh, as promised, I've got... uh, Roger Landry with us today. He's taking time out of his busy day. He doesn't do interviews that often, but he's doing one today with us. How you doing, Roger? I'm I'm always always glad to be amongst friends. Believe me. Well, I appreciate that very much. Um, the website, sir, is thelibertybeacon.com. That's the flagship, the original one, and uh, most of the other sites are on a banner at the top of that. Just click on it. Now, with your little project going on here, I know that uh, you're keeping, and this is best to do, especially if you're sitting at a table with a bunch of card sharps, uh, it's best to keep your cards close to the vest. But you've got uh, four websites, one in England, uh, you have a Europe, is that based in France? Yes, the director lives literally in Paris. Wow. She can see the Eiffel Tower from her house. Well, it'd be nice to have friends over there. Now all I need is cheap airfare. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we got to get the coronavirus thing out of the way first. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, don't even go there. Oh, okay. God. Yeah. Um, well, I have to. I mean, I know. Yeah. I know. And, and, and of course, you know, me saying that was actually a prompt to let's go there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I am thoroughly amazed. And what I, I, I am, what's disappointing to me is to see so many people out there, not only in this country, but other countries. You know, this is a soft, this is a soft core, I guess you could call it, martial law scenario. Yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. And if you look at the preconditions, if you look at the stage that was set in order to do this, then you have to realize that this was choreographed in 2017 prior to Trump actually stepping into the office. He was given a briefing on exactly what we see happening here as a possible scenario 
This is part of what they do when they turn over one presidency to another, especially if it's cross-aisle. They go through these scenarios. The scenario they talked about in 2017 really, really, really looks a whole lot like what happened today. Now, let's take a few particulars. Last time you and I talked on this show, I specifically stated <clears throat> that this was genetically engineered and that it's genetically engineered to be presupposed to... Guess what? Chinese heritage. Okay? This is a fact. Um, the Caucasian population is affected by it, but basically like you would a bad case of a flu, with a vast amount of them recovering. The African scenario, black people absolutely are almost immune to this, with very few of them getting it and it not really troubling them a heck of a lot. And even if you talk about other Asiatic races, you're talking the same thing. It's, they're a little bit more susceptible, but nowhere near as deadly as it is to a genetically tied Chinese individual. <clears throat> and if you take this steps further, we go to the CDC and actually the WHO, the World Health Organization, who states that on average, 650,000 people die every year from the flu. 650,000. And on average, 4 million people die each year from pneumonia. Both of these are tied very closely to coronavirus or COVID-19. So what you're looking at is between 4.5 and 5 million deaths each year to something that looks a whole lot like this. We have global deaths after about six months. They're saying four, but remember, China sat on this for almost two months. So after six months of this thing propagating, it is killed, and believe me, I do not belittle even one death. But the fatality rate hasn't exceeded 8,000 globally. And we're talking four and a half to five million deaths every year by the flu and pneumonia, which are both basically symptoms of coronavirus. If you stop and consider that, we haven't even put a very small drop in the bucket compared to the yearly deaths from the common flu and pneumonia. But yet we are wrecking economies. Mm -hmm. We are watching the stock market collapse. People's savings are going out the window. You want to bet we start hearing stories over the next week or two of bankers jumping off of the ledges on high-rise buildings again like they did in 2008? The Fed just did a $12 trillion margin call. Let's stop and think about this. We have a disease that is affecting the global population in a very small percentage compared to the yearly deaths from common pneumonia and the common flu, yet the entire planet is freaking out. Can anybody give me some reality here? Because this sure as hell ain't ringing to reality at all. Well, and the one thing that smacks everybody in the face, at least that has one eye open, is that there is a pattern here, there is a cookie-cutter pattern going on across the globe. Yes. And it's not necessarily, part of it is monkey see, monkey do. Especially with cities and counties and states in the United States. Agreed. Uh, they're, oh, this is what they're doing over there, and this is, oh, that sounds like a good idea. We'll do that, and we'll throw our own ideas in. But this is the first orchestrated, orchestrated worldwide 
Um, I, I don't even know why. I guess we've got to come up with new names and new phraseologies here, uh, Roger, to describe this, because I look at this as being their test run. It absolutely is. And I'm going to tell you something that was said years ago. All right. I don't know if this is true, but this is what was said. Okay. That in 2020, we were going to see the rise of exactly what we're seeing. They didn't name it, but they stated it and pretty well described it. Then they said it will disappear almost as fast as it came in. And exactly 10 years later will reoccur on a much larger scale that will devastate the global population. This is what I have read. This is the kind of things that get sent to me every day. Now, what's the crap and what isn't? If you stop and look at everything you and I have talked about and everything we see, what this message that was sent to me says doesn't seem so far-fetched, does it? The interesting thing about this, and and I want to phrase this question to you properly, Um, this has obviously been engineered. Oh, yeah. We're looking at the response, cookie-cutter response. Yep. But who is, who or what is behind us? Is this corporate, let's create the viruses that we already have or very close to having the, uh, uh, you know, the cure for? Or is this governmental uh, partnership, public-private partnership with the drug companies and the CDCs or, or whatever the case may be? Uh, who's in the lead here, the cart or the horse? You're, you're thinking on small terms, my friend, and what you just described, I give you a lot of credit for. Most people wouldn't have gone that far, but let's go a little bit further. Let's talk about realities. Let's talk about where this came from and how it came from. Let's talk about a bio lab, a weapons-grade bio lab in Wuhan, China, okay, in that province. Let's talk about what they were actually working on. Let's talk about the fact that China absolutely shut their mouth and wouldn't say anything about this for about the first six weeks to two months after it was, I would say, let loose, whether it was accidentally or intentionally. Now, let's go to that. Was it accidentally or was it intentionally? Because you've got to understand, this is in Wuhan, China, and this is a virus that is genetically engineered to hit the Chinese genetics the hardest. So why? why? Why would it happen here? What everybody out there needs to understand is China is one of the most, if not by now, the most industrial, industrialized nation on the planet. With that comes a lot, especially the way they do things, a lot of air pollution. If you do a little research, you're going to find that Wuhan is one of the most polluted spots on the entire planet to the point where people are dying. They are literally dying. You can go back a year, two years ago, and see people in Wuhan riding around on bikes and walking on the streets with masks on. No coronavirus. The masks are there so they can breathe something close to non-particulated air. Okay? They started to protest against this. We're talking about China with an absolutely totalitarian government. You don't protest in China. But what age do we live in, John? We live in an age where everybody carries an iPhone and all they have to do to start broadcasting to the world is press a button. Now, you live in a totalitarian government or totalitarian government and you're protesting and they need a mechanism to control this. 
None of this is made up. They are, they were protesting. Take a look at the absolute horrible pollution in that area. Put two and two together. As soon as they reported that breakout, what else did they do? They ringed the entire area with a massive amount of 5G antennas and started broadcasting into it. To what end? To what end? If you also stop to consider, what are we talking about in the last 10 minutes? You gave me six minutes to discuss it on your last show. (laughs) Okay? Let's, Let's take that just a little bit further. And that was the reason I even brought it up on the last show was because I knew I'd be back again. Let's talk about that for a second, okay? It's not necessarily to kill people off by frying their brain. But stop and consider what microwaves can do. They can exacerbate a lot of already existing conditions within the body, especially in the elderly or those who are weak for some, something they suffer, okay? Some malady. So if you take that in conjunction with all of the metals in the bodies of these people that live in one of the most polluted areas on the planet where the air is full of toxic metals and they're breathing it constantly and now you are pointing 5G microwave technology from all around the area into the area. It will exacerbate anything that exists in there. And in its own, why is Sweden taking it out? There's a couple of Scandinavian companies, countries that won't allow it in their cities anymore, simply because people were getting very sick just being around it. So here we go. Is this a conspiracy theory, John? I don't think so. But can we prove any of it? I don't think so. But are all of the facts there? Absolutely. In China, I asked you the question, government or private? Was this lab in China, was that a government lab or a private lab? I believe that that is a cooperation between both. Well, that seems to be the way of it anymore. Yes. Uh, You know, corporation, most people, the United States of America, they think of Uncle Sam and, you know, uh, those sorts of things. Yeah. uh, And they they don't look at it objectively, what it's morphed into. It is a corporation unto itself. All the agencies underneath them. You look at the CDC. I I mean, the CDC is a corporation for profit. And most people think of the CDC, oh, well, that's an arm of the government. They're there to protect us. They're the centers for disease control, and, and they're our protectorate. Well, you could say the same thing about the FDA. You could say the same thing. They're all of or a vast majority of what we consider to be government agencies are, in fact, corporations. But the United States is, in fact, a corporation. And that's another whole show all over again. And that really gets me fired up. But the point here is we're looking stop and think of everything you've just said and everything I've just said. What we are looking at, John We're looking at a total reconditioning of the planet. It's happening right now. We don't have any choice. 
stock markets are crashing. We're going to see a reformulation of this. There's going to be so many more people tied into government programs. There's going to be mandatory vaccines. We are looking right now at an elitist caste that is restructuring the globe using something that can't even hold a candle to the normal flu to panic the entire population of the globe. That's not an exaggeration. What I just said is an absolute fact. An interesting thing about this, we had, um, Mike, what was the name of that uh, little project that Billy Gates uh, was doing with the CDC and uh, CFR members in New York, uh, Project uh, 205 or something? That was about, that that had a lot to do with what we're talking about. Exactly, but uh, there's a point about this. They had the equivalent of the CDC, the Chinese, they were represented at that meeting. Uh, There were drug companies at that meeting. There was uh, CFR members and the Council on Foreign Relations. That's our, well, uh, that's our little umbrella group for globalism. Uh, They've been pushing (laughs) it for many years. That's why it's not that diverse of a club. It's major business people and news media and whatever, if you really track and trace their membership. But having said all of that, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this, and there's, there's all kinds of opportunity out of this chaos that they're intentionally, uh, intentionally causing. And, and I'm looking at this as this is the first global test run. And let me bring this in. Uh, here's another little tattered, tattered edge of the puzzle maybe we can cram in here. Now, we were supposed to have national health care. That was Obama's thing. It was started before yep. Obama, but he brought it into fruition. Fumbled yep. it quite nicely like any Democrat or politician would. We were already supposed to have national health care. We were already supposed to be disarmed. There were programs that were to be instituted in this country that, well, the only way they could do that is if um, they were highly secret or we didn't have guns. or we didn't have the mechanism for the government to literally walk into your life and start controlling it from every aspect. I don't even think people understand and appreciate the snooping that's been going on on the American public through every communicant from every communication device. This is being collected illegally from uh, the people of this country. It's being stored. It's being where they're facilitating out there and they're using uh, Facebook and uh, Bill Gates's stuff, and anybody, and they're all compiling this information. Now, yep. supposedly to keep us safe and to guard us against terrorists. Now, when you look at this, something has gone really awry, Roger, because as I, the aforementioned, we still don't have national health care, label that snooping and pooping 100% by the government. And once you find out how badly things have gone and how bad, really bad things are going to get, well, then um, you can protest, you can stand on a street corner, you can yell, but you have no way to defend yourself because they've made you a felon by taking away your arms if you have any left and they didn't confiscate. So they're a little behind the curve here, but this is a wonderful way to test mutual global cooperation using the very people like the World Health Organization and the CDC here in this country and whatever the hell it's called in China and England and France, very tightly coordinated, throw in the fact that the CDC is getting ready for how many patents here? 300 new patents on vaccinations? Sorry? 
384, I think. 384? Yeah. They have vaccines for stuff that um, doesn't even exist? They got vaccines for things that vaccines do to you. Mm-hmm. Are we coming up on a break? Because if not, I got to say something about what you just said. No, no, I cut the break. Go ahead. I thought so. I, I, I heard a tinge, and then I was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. You know. <clears throat> anyway, what, that whole spiel you just went through is absolutely glorious. I love it. But let me expound upon it. Again, you're the person who spreads the blanket out. I'm the person who comes and pokes the holes in it. Okay? <clears throat> what I want to talk about, what I, I want to take what you said to the next level. Everybody out there is considering that governments are doing this. That's not what's happening. It hasn't been happening that way for hundreds of years. Okay? It's not governments making the decisions on whether or not you live or die and how you live or die. Okay? These are individuals and individuals who lead massively powerful global corporations or cabals or the Rothschild family or the Rockefeller family who have established wealth across the planet for over a century. We're not talking about governments. We're talking about, again, an elitist caste. And when you talk about the foot soldiers, these people need to be trained. If you go into the military, what do you do? You have drills. You have exercises. You attack that building, okay? How many of you would have been dead? Boy, the sergeant says, you screwed up. Let me ask you a question. When you're doing something of the magnitude we are speaking, what they are doing is they're doing what a well-trained sheepdog does. He runs around behind the sheeple, the sheep, excuse me, and he nips at their heels and barks at them right at the right point, and it frightens them, and they end up heading in a different direction. This is a dry run. I totally agree with you, and I told you when we first started out that I've been told that this is going to disappear almost as fast as it appeared, and 10 years later it's coming back to stay. So, if that's the case, let's take a look at everything that's going on around us, all right? If you think that the pharmaceutical industry is here to help people heal, you're an idiot. The pharmaceutical industry is the most powerful industrial um, cabal on the planet. In the United States alone, they spend between four and 500% more bribing our leaders than anybody else on the planet, okay? And uh, I'm talking about corporations. That's even that much more than the military-industrial complex puts in. The pharmaceutical industry literally rules across the planet. How many countries are the people fighting against vaccines, but they still are all forced to get them? There is forced vaccinations in a lot of countries for specific vaccines, so on and so forth. As we talked on the last show, it could very easily by 2030, if we don't do something, be a 200 to $250 billion a year business to these people. How much power, how much bribing can you do with $250 billion a year coming in? Mm. And that's just the vaccines. That's not the rest of the drugs. <laughs> I, that's what I was looking for. I, people sometimes get lost. And, and the sheeple out here, they're knee-jerking. They're hearing the same message, and it's being turned up. The volume is being turned up. It's uh, pretty, how should I say, consistent now, the message. Uh, yep. They're cutting back. I just stopped at 7-Eleven. 
Uh, 7-Eleven, I think, for the first time in its history, is going to be closed from midnight to 5 a.m. And this this is particularly interesting because you have a story up on the Liberty Beacon about uh, uh, curfews and whatnot. So yeah. let's shut everything down. Let's shut the public venues down, the bars, the nightclubs, everything. 7-Eleven. So yeah. you don't have a reason to be out past midnight now, do you? Nope. Yeah. And, 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 and the whole thing here is what is this going to accomplish and at what cost? Again, we're talking about a country that has very few ethnic Chinese, okay? I'm not telling you that they're not, you know, that we shouldn't worry about them. I'm not telling you that we shouldn't consider them. I absolutely believe we must. Well, but, but if you, again, if you talk about the worst that could happen in this country from the coronavirus, from COVID-19, it's going to be comparable to a bad year of the flu. End of story. But yet our entire economy is collapsing because of it. Why? This is very interesting. Yesterday, a caller had called in from, I do believe, if memory serves, Vancouver, Washington. Or, I'm sorry. Um, Canada, yeah. Vancouver, Canada. And he said in Vancouver, there's two and a half million people. 450,000 of those are Chinese. <laughs> and they have not. Uh, there is no lockdown. There's flights coming in and out of Vancouver. Um, there, uh, There is... There is no flu going on in Vancouver, and I think with 450,000 out of 2.5 million being Chinese, you would think that there would be a carrier or two up there spreading this stuff around, but so far, nothing. And they're not taking taking the precautions that everybody else is. That's my point. How do we know? And again, okay, if somebody goes into the emergency room this time of the year... All right, and remember, testing kits are in short supply. Mm-hmm. A lot of hospitals don't even have testing kits anymore. They're out of them. They're waiting for them. So if I go in and I've got the the symptoms of, of, of a bad case of the flu, or I've got a mild case of pneumonia, how do you think? Don't you think they're going to err to the side of caution? Well, I mean, these test kits. Look, these test <laughs> kits. What was it in Italy? Eighty percent of them give false positives. Absolutely. You know, and, and so okay, we. We go to the hospital. That's the last damn place on this planet I want to go to. <laughs> the know. only way you're going to get me in that hospital is on a gurney with my head half hanging off my shoulders. Yeah, if I'm dying. Yeah, if yeah. I'm dying, that's the only way you're going to get me in there. Throw me back up, Doc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I am just... So, <laughs> we had, I'd also discussed with you that this is the signal for a market reset. Exactly. Look, we've got this huge bubble, and what are they doing right now? We've watched the Dow drop like a rock. What is that doing for these people? It's letting a little pressure out of the bubble. Is it going to make the bubble go away? No, but they can deflate it a little bit. They can relax a little bit, and they'll know that it'll run a little longer before it collapses. Well, and also, uh, gee, might we hear at the end of this COVID, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, the COVID-19 virus, uh, toward the tail end of this, maybe some mention that, you know, a lot of people we discovered got sick by exchanging currencies. Wouldn't it be a perfect time, the next pandemic that breaks out, that, oh, we got to go cashless, folks, and they'll have it all set up and ready to go. 
and not only will they be able to add all of your medical information if they were doing all of your medical, not only will they be able to add all of your personal information from your social media, but what did you just say they were going to sign up for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what would complete that circle? Yeah. Yeah. Look, the, the good thing is, you and I both know what I do every single day, and I'm not going to go over it, okay? You and I both know what I do. I once told you something, and I'm going to reiterate that. Um, the reason I talk with exclamation, the reason I know the things that I do, and the reason I have the confidence that I do is because I don't go anywhere. I'm literally doing this from the time I wake up till the time I go to bed without a day off in 10 years, I got to explain something to you. Someone like you becomes very, very dear to me very quickly because you give me a way to vent a little bit and I need it. <laughs> uh, you don't have any pets or any wives or anything? I literally for the last 10 years have done this 16 to 18 hours a day every single day. Doesn't leave much room for anything else now, does it? No. And people say, why don't you do what you like? And I say, look, I haven't been paid a penny and I've done this for 10 years straight. Uh, it's not a matter of liking it. It's a matter of this is what I want to do. You know, I, uh, it's funny. I, I had a, uh, a talk today with our friend Ron, and he's the yeah. producer for uh, Clyde Lewis. And we talked yep. for a good long while. And um, Yeah, very, very good. And uh, I'm, I'm going to have Clyde Lewis uh, on my program probably next week. Uh, hopefully turnabout is fair play and I can go on his show. But at any rate, um, I, I am just, uh, Ron and I were talking and it was like, you know, uh, we've got a lot of things in common, our backgrounds. Uh, you, yep. you, you paired up a, you paired up a, a heck of a pair here. I knew this before I even did it. Look, Ron is one of the best people working in the TLB project. He really is. And he has the experience like you do. I couldn't have imagined, and I'm not a stupid person, two people that could have helped us, and we can't talk about it, yeah. but two people that could have helped this project more if they were doing it in conjunction with each other. Well, I, like you, this is the only thing that I do, and I do this out of, first off, a necessity. There has to be a measure of passion in there to keep you yep. fired up and going for 30 years. Folks, yes. folks, I wished I could bottle and sell that stuff. I'd be a rich man. But I could have very easily went out, like Ron did, and produced uh, like a Clyde Lewis program or whatever. I have absolutely no doubt that I'd be very good at it, and it would earn me uh, into six figures. And th yep. that, would, that would be great. But that's not what we're here to do, and I don't think people understand that or appreciate it because they have set up a pattern for their own life. They, they've got their job, they've got goals or their bucket list or whatever. And they're in there, and they're married and having kids, and, you know, they're living what they describe as being the American dream. On the other hand, there's a lot, then, that goes on the shoulders that uh, may not at one time uh, could, but we've made it to we can, and we are. Like I, it's like I told you, I said, look, for anybody out there who has this liberty-minded um, set, and I, I love it because I do, too, Listen to me, okay? In 2012, Trump never could have gotten elected. Things, they are changing. They are. And they are changing in our favor. The, the mission of the Liberty Beacon Project, the mission of RBN, the mission of enterprises like this 
is to ensure that we accelerate this to the point where prior to a catastrophic result, we have enough awake people to put a stop to the insanity going on across this planet. And for that, we make partnerships, and we hook up with people who we know and we can trust. John, couldn't have found a better friend. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, let me, uh, I got a phone call here. Uh, Randy in Springfield. Go ahead, Randy. Thanks for taking my call. Yes. Um, yeah, just a couple of observations in regards to the uh, testing that's been going on. Um, back in February, mid-February, uh, a company by the name of Gafex Incorporated <laughs> down in Texas yeah. announced they had a vaccine for, for the virus. And at the same time, I guess some outfit in Israel said they were just a few weeks away from having a vaccine. Mm. This at the very same time when we couldn't even get a test here in the U.S. While, yes. while South Korea was testing, um, you know, I don't know, 10,000 a day. And also, President, uh, the, um, the emergency medical address that was done on Friday, um, the president said that the Ro Roche Pharmaceuticals, that they were buying, you know, thousands of testing machines, I guess they're computers that... Uh, for for te for processing tests that were going out to all the health uh, uh, county health departments, um, uh, you know th this is like overnight. And 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 you have the CDC, CDC. They sent out one test. It didn't work. Sent out another test. It didn't work. Now we've got all these machines. Apparently, uh, they're taking a play from the Michael Chernoff's play uh, playbook, where we had the same type of uh, fraud going on with the. Uh, scanner machines for the airports, I'm going to step out on a limb to say that uh, some of the Congress uh, have uh, stock in Roche Pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Michael Chertoff, um, he was an uh, enterprising individual, but he's not shown his face that much. And, and if you look at people within the Clinton uh, organization or the uh, Bush organization, or for that matter, uh, even, uh, uh, even Barack Obama's, uh, they've pretty much hit the hidey holes. Uh, they've pretty much disappeared. Uh, you get a lot of mileage out of book deals and speaking engagements, past presidents, you know, uh, uh, their presidential libraries and, and all the usual crap after the president leaves office. But it's been kind of silent somewhat, and they've they've kept low profiles. Al Gore, he quit, uh, he quit going on TV once the uh, public found out that well, you know, a hockey stick. Yeah, 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 and people were chasing this guy down of down alleys. Which, how does that happen? If he supposedly has Secret Service, they're probably cheering him on. Yeah. I don't know, but that, yeah, yeah. The, the testing that was being talked about, okay, mm. and the fact that it was fubbed so bad in this country, yeah. I would guarantee you it hasn't been fubbed. I would guarantee you that um, first off, there isn't going to be. Um, a death rate uh, even comparable to China in the United States. But at the same time, do you want everybody to know how many people have this or how many people don't have this? Let me ask you a question, okay? If we've got, and I think it's down around 80 deaths or something like that, I'm not exactly sure, so don't hold me to task on that, in this country, and a couple thousand people that have come down with this, okay? If this thing is not making a big splash in this country, how much horsepower does it have? 
If it's not expanding like crazy, how much horsepower does it have? Mm -hmm. And the news today has no ethic. If they are told by individuals, okay, who seem to be in the know that, well, this has doubled since the last week, but we don't have the test kits to even prove that. So how do they know that? Again, you're going to find more bungling going on with the test kits and the test machines, and I really appreciate your last caller because he hit the nail right on the head. That's skullduggery. That is absolutely not people screwing things up. They don't get it that bad. When South Korea can get it right, when North Korea can get it right, when Vietnam can get it right, if we can't get it right with the biggest and most expensive and richest pharmaceutical companies on the planet, then again, how much more do we look like the dumbed-down Americans they want us to be? Stop and think about this. We are the biggest, most technologically advanced country on the planet, yet we can't even get the test kits out right. We haven't got a clue how many people are infected. It's rather fascinating. I, I, I saw the White House responding and going, okay, Democrats were hammering Trump. The GOP was getting sucked into this panic porn Why video. Why are they handling hammering Trump at all? It's not... Trump's doing everything he can on recommendation. To be yeah. blaming this individual yeah. because of what's happening is politics. Well, and where I was going with this was, you know, oh. we, we heard, uh, oh, there, there might be a $700 billion stimulus package. And I said, oh. folks, it's probably closer to eight. And before you blink, million, billion. I was just going to say, before you blink an eye, it's going to be a trillion. It's on your website. You got the story, $850 yep. billion dollar stimulus pla- uh, package on the LibertyBeacon.com. Um, he wants to pay people that aren't working or can't work because of this. He wants to make sure that they have money. But the whole thing here, again, is anybody who thinks that that's a great thing, it is on the surface. But if you stop to consider, if you train a population that every time they get in a rough situation, the government's going to step up to make things a little bit better, all of a sudden, you live in a communist country that nobody's calling communist. It's interesting. Uh, Many people have come out and suggested the amount that people should receive. One clown, and I forget his name, probably intentionally, uh, wanted to send out $1,000 to each American. And I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm listening to this, and I'm doing some quick math in my head. What the hell is $1,000 going to do for anybody? It's going to give you a few days of this, or if you've got bills due, it's going to disappear rather quickly. And they're talking about a stimulus package to businesses, but now they're figuring out how many uh, employees you have, who's going to be eligible for this. And I see... At the core, a lot of people making money off of this panic and then everybody else getting their crap kicked out of them. Not only are you right, but if you take a look, and again, this is all misdirection, redirection. Again, you can't see what's going on behind the curtain because Toto hasn't showed up to pull it back yet. What the wizard's doing, we can't see. And you're absolutely right. What's being presented as reality When I talk about the dumbing down of America, real quick, about a minute and a half to explain this. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. Not only is it Common Core, not only is it uh, your your school teaching your children that the government grants you your rights, which which is an absolute abject lie, 
if you also consider the vaccines, the fact that a fluoride alone is known to seriously hamper the IQ of children, there are at least 50, 50 peer-reviewed studies proving this, but yet it's still in all of our water. When we talk about the dumbing down of America, this couldn't have happened when John and I were kids. The fact that it's happening now or the reason why John said on the last show I was on with him, we are the veterans, and if we don't stand up and make a stand and tell these kids what reality is, this could be the end. John, you put it perfectly, well, the, and I still remember it. <laughs> I look. I, I knew this. I knew this thirty years ago. Yeah. When when I looked at the gestalt, the overview here, the big picture, given name, I don't care. Yeah. When I looked at this and I watched the successive generation coming up. I knew we were in trouble. I knew two things. Number one, we were in trouble. And number two, that this had to be the generation to organize and start pushing back against this. Otherwise, you would have had your global government. Otherwise, you're, no, and you're right. Yeah. And, and what I have to say, I apologize for, but I have a call in less than five minutes. I was supposed to be on here till 30 minutes. But I, I keep telling you, you give me a chance to blow off steam and i love it but see so I, I, I was roger, willing to stay the extra 10 minutes <laughs> well roger I, if you noticed I, I blew off the brakes that was six minutes i love it i, I gave I it back to you and then i stole four <laughs> <laughs> Look, i enjoy being here for the exact reason i explained you give me the ability and i i spend all day long either commenting or working on media or whatever so it's not that i cannot express myself but i don't do I don't get a chance to do it in this fashion. And in case you haven't guessed, I'm not afraid to talk. <laughs> I've noticed. Roger, I appreciate your time. Mr. Landry, his website is the Liberty Beacon along with, well, four total. Take a look at them, folks. Uh, this is going to be the end-all, be-all of news and information. And uh, you better bookmark this one, thelibertybeacon.com. One more thing. Yes. If you look on Every single page yes. on that website and all the other websites, including the front page, you will see a nice big promotion for RBN. Please click on it when you go there. I would personally appreciate it. Well, I thank you for that endorsement. Thank you, Mr. Landry. <laughs> all right. Hey, we'll talk to you soon, Roger. All right. Thank you, John. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Yeah, he wasn't with this guy. <laughs> if I tell him. Uh, I, there's a call or a conference or something to attend. I, I am there on time. This guy, he asked me 30 minutes before the show, just remind me that I'm going to be on your show for a half hour today. And I did that exactly at 530 Central Time. All right. This is a late break that I've got to run. We skipped the last two. And it's also a good time for the uh, talk show host to go potty. Okay, then. We'll be back in three. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! Huh. For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. 
The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Extend your life with Extendovite. When your doctor tells you you have bad cholesterol or blockages in the arteries, what do you do? When diet and exercise is not enough, we try medications and hope for the best. For the last two decades, I have been telling people about a natural method to help solve these problems and more. Extendivite can help maintain cardiovascular health and lower blood lipid levels in adults. The seven herbs in Extendivite are known to work together synergistically to get the results we hope for. There are many testimonials on Extendivite's effect on circulatory-related ailments. Get Extendivite today to start your journey back to a healthier life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or see us on amazon.com. Extend your life with Thinking about it lately, been watching some TV, been looking all around me, and what has come to be, been talking to my neighbor, and he agrees with me. We are back. Uh, probably next week. Uh, well, I. This is what Tuesday. Um, uh, let's give the audience a little tip here. Um, I expect uh, Michael Rivero to be back on air uh, by Monday, possibly by Friday. Okay, Monday. Monday it is. And he's coming back uh, with a revamped schedule. Uh, it's going to be two hours instead of three. And I am going to be moving my program back. Instead of six to eight, it's going to be five to seven Central Standard Time. 
Now, having said that, next week uh, I had assurances from uh, from Clyde Lewis's producer that, yeah, I, I can get him on for an hour, and I told him about the uh, showtime change, and he said that's even better. Uh, Clyde Lewis is doing five hours of programming a day. Five hours. And I asked Ron, I said, why? And he said, that's what I've been asking him. Well, he's got a, a couple other uh, uh, podcast things and whatever. I said, that's too much. And he said, that's what I've been telling him. And I said, you know, anything that can be needs to be said can certainly be done in three hours. And I asked him if he knew Michael Rivera, and he said, yeah. He said, I know Michael Rivera. Yeah, what really happened? Uh, the guy knows. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got his eyes and his ears wide open. Um, and at any rate, um, so next week I'm going to have Clyde Lewis on. And uh, hopefully, uh, turn about being fair play, I can get on his show uh, as a scheduled guest. And uh, I'll be talking to his radio audience of 200 radio stations. Mm, not bad. At any rate, we've had our scares here, haven't we? Um, let me see. Three and a half uh, years of uh, Donald Trump is anything but human, subhuman. And... Well, the coronavirus wiped that off the headlines, and there's even some nice things being said, believe it or not, by liberals, uh, and not to any great degree. Just a little chink in their armor, giving Donald Trump a little bit of due for this and that. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching this whole thing, and I'm going, yeah. Well, what else are we scared to death of? Well, all right. Well, there was global warming. That's been a drumbeat in our ears for a very long time. Uh, before that, it was national health care. We all joined in on that debate, didn't we? Always, We had our opinions about it. And there's stuff that's thrown our way that we have to deal with. Um, I'm looking for kind of like a Westworld thing. We create our own reality, but based on reality, not somebody's fantasy. And to do it in the proper way, and that's what I'm being involved in right now. It's in the building stages, but... Whatever it turns out to be, folks, it's going to make this network bigger and greater uh, than it is now, or hopefully, fingers crossed, has been in the past. So the captain is still at the helm. I'm keeping the ship off the shoals, and we're steering a course. And for one purpose, and one purpose only, folks, education. Knowledge is power. Do you think the global elite just run on money? No. <laughs> They create the realities that we all have to live under, uh, but they base all of their stuff on very close study. And what? Knowledge. You have the knowledge, you can get all the money you want. You have the knowledge, well, and the right contacts. You know, all the right people in low places, but everybody thinks they're in high places, if you know what I mean. Well, then you can, you can bamboozle anybody into anything. Well, I wanted to do this story the other day, and... Well, I couldn't do it on Monday. Couldn't do it yesterday. I was not on the air Friday. I had business to take care of that precluded me from being on air. Thank God I wasn't sick that day. At any rate, global warming, <laughs> well, that's kind of taking a back seat. But that's okay. We have this business to shove into people's faces for a major distraction. This is an exercise, folks. That's all that this is. And I've got people telling me that, you know, hey, you know, I, I've got to be careful, you know, because I have lung conditions and this, that, and the other. Based on what is out there, whatever you decide to do, 
boy, here comes a statement. It's okay by me. Well, who the hell are you to tell me what I'm doing is okay? No, I get it. That was sarcastic. Look, we are going to get through this thing. The stock market, again, I'll say the bottom is 13000 That should be fairly close to fair valuation of what's out there. Uh, probably ten would be better, but I think they'll settle for twelve, thirteen thousand on the Dow. That is the global reset, folks. They had to do that because this bubble was getting ready to pop, and of course it would have been tied to Wall Street and the banks again, and blah blah. And there we go again. Well, the banks are looking. Uh, how should I say? Not sanitary in this, but well, they're not the culprits, are they? No, it's this nasty coronavirus, and geez, we have to do what we have to do. Yeah, you've been doing that for a very long time at all our expense. But don't worry, folks. The scary stuff that they've put aside on on the back burner, they'll bring it back to the forefront, turn the burners up and get that boiling and panic the hell out of anybody that hasn't been panicked yet. You know, it's about the globe. It's about it's about our children. It's about it's about climate change. Well, really? Well, let me go over the climate change issue. Are you, are, you, are you listening, Greta? Anybody know Greta? Take this section of the program and email it over to her. 29 bullet points proving the sun causes global warming, not CO2. And I'm sorry, this is coming from a guy, he's a geologist. Dr. Roger Higgs. And Dr. Roger here. He said, we urgently need to expose the CO2 equal pollutant fallacy being forced upon your children, grandchildren, nephews, nieces by schools, universities, governments, mainstream media worldwide, and to denounce it as scrupulously truthful terms easily understood by the public, including those youngsters themselves. You know, little millennials are walking around with their little, you know, texting devices. Yeah locked up in their own little cloud someplace, far removed from reality, and what's the job of the school system? It's not to snap them into reality, it's to keep them in that matrix. Here are the 29 points proving CO2's innocence. The IPCC, that's the United Nations Intergovernmental, uh, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, has no geologist among the hundreds of authors of its last major report and that was 2013 and 2014, and at most one geologist in the next report due in 2022. Now, you would think, next report in 2022? Why so far out? If this is going to be a global pandemic of geological scale, don't you think we'd have a report by now? No, 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 no. No, this is a, they knew it was going to be a long, drawn-out, propagandizing scheme so they think they have the time well you better check again because half of this damn planet has woken up to the fact climate change it's because we're breathing too much or cows are farting too much yeah i mean you, you, and you saw how ridiculous again well we might have to ban outdoor barbecues and we might have to ban smoking altogether what and, and, of course, them pushing alternatives like electric vehicles and whatever else on us that are not practical. I'm sorry. They are not. Tesla's still trying to figure out how to not use their cars as possible bombs. You know, there's a little thing with those batteries they like to overheat. And once that happens, kaboom, big explosion. 
People die in those cars. At any rate, I digress. Now, this IPCC focuses on only the last 150 years, and this is since they've been keeping temperature records. Okay, that began in 1850. Yet Earth is 30 million times older than that, approximately 4.5 billion years. Geologists know that the Earth has warmed and cooled throughout this time. Climate change, guess what? It's perfectly normal. The IPCC's second point here, very existence, relies on the public belief in man-made or anthropogenic global warming by carbon dioxide, CO2 emissions. The IPCC authors, mostly government and university researchers, are biased by strong vested interest in the AGW and their publications, continuance of salaries, research grants. You get the idea. A lot of hands out there that need to be greased. Now, similarly, universities have sacrificed their impartiality by hosting institutes mandated to confirm the act on AGW, ergo Grantham Institute, Imperial College, uh, the Tyndale Center. Point three, the claimed 97% consensus among scientists that AGW exists is a deception. It is a lie. It refers to uh, it refers, in fact, to polls of recent publications by climate scientists. Um, that is, atmospheric scientists lacking deep time perspective. Okay, we call that history. Whose number of opportunistically exploded in the post-1999 AGW boom, creating a strong incentive for bias. They wouldn't do that. They're getting grant money. They're going to be honest. They're getting paid. <laughs> Gosh, what world do you live in? Number four, no educated person denies global warming. It has been measured. Global warming denier and climate change skeptic are deceitful terms for man-made global warming doubters and deniers. Uh, And and again, question here, most of the world scientists? Mm -hmm. Point five, CO2 is a greenhouse gas, but as CO2 rises, its theoretical heat trapping ability sharply declines. Already 67% used up at 100 parts per per million. CO2, 84% at 300 parts per million. When the industrial CO2 output began, 87% 400 parts per million. Today, it's 415 parts per million. And these estimates, it's guesswork from the climate models as probably between 1.5 and 4.5, but models are defective. And all, all of a sudden, this stuff is spun up. Oh, my God, if we don't do something in 12 years, we're all going to be dead. No, in 12 years, we're going to be looking back and going, yeah, guess what climate change was? A natural occurrence due to the sun. Let me take top of the hour break. I want to come back and cover this. Something other than coronavirus. Coronavirus. Lied to by mass media. It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. 
Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting facebook.com slash republicbroadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.